Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Carlson, uh, Carl, the Carl Tucker, Carlson Tucker should. Good job, asshole. People for the job and the job for the people and the people for the job of the job for the people. Hello. <laughs> Bob's. Real high energy opening today. Hi, Johnny. It's so wonderful to see you today. Huh? How are things up there in Joycey? I'm just saying, normally you have the hey with the thing and you have a little thing going yeah, on. I get fucking know? tired. I'm going to burn out. It's been over a year I've been doing that shit. Yeah, it just seems like you just you just give up. you just like, that's it. I've had it. I'm done. I'm not doing that shit anymore. Yep. like Kind of like wiping. <laughs> kind of like wiping. It's gonna get dirty again. Are you just upset because your your missus isn't there? She's on her way back. And you've been at home well, a long time. I, 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 I do worry. I mean, we got a we had a line of nasty storms going through, and they're hitting where she's at too. So, and they're driving down the interstate, and they, I, I do get a little bit worried about her. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you to do this, and you're probably gonna say no. I don't want it and all. But before, when we were sitting and uh, waiting to go on. Bob had some some beats laid down, and he was doing some rapping. And I would like him uh, to just come doing on. like a little free flow. I'm not doing that here. You man. had it wasn't free flow. You had something. I just wrote it, and I wanted to like you know read it. That's why I kept having to go. Oh, wait a minute, no, that's it was good. It was good. I think you should do a little bit of it now. Throw your beats up there and hit it. And I, that's the that's the thing. I was trying to find a beat that would go along with and it. The beat you had, whatever you were using was fine. I already fucking closed it. I don't even know where it is. Oh, like it was just a free God. beat off a of damn YouTube. I didn't write any beats or nothing. Okay. All right. Today or yesterday, you said, hey, there's this thing called Stream Deck and it's on sale right now. It never goes on sale and you should buy it. Yeah. And I... I went out. <laughs> Oops. And I went out today. Let me see if I can lift it up here. Oops. No. <laughs> I went out today. And there, look, I bought it. All right. So I bought some, it has some sound effects and stuff on it. Yeah. I mean, it was like 60 bucks off, man. Mm -hmm. But that's a, that's a lot of dimp. Yeah. But I, what I don't know, know if you know this is it has a store to it. You mean like you can buy stuff? Yeah, well, it also comes with a bunch of, um, how do I put this? It also comes with a bunch of tracks that would be. Well, that's where I used to get the like applaud intro that I used to do the boomer bunker prompt, you know, but I switched to the Mac mini and I don't know where it's gone, where it's at. I can't find it. Cannot find it. I can't figure out where it, where it goes. What do you think of that? What? All right, here, here's one. It's, this is called Crunk Rap Beat Hot Fire. Because I'm not doing crunk. Yeah. Here we go. Here, here we go. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I don't know that I could. I, could, I don't know. I'm shy. <laughs> All right. That's what it is. Bob shy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like there's a bunch of hot girls around a pool and well, the water's cold and I don't want to get out. <laughs> now if the water's cold, you, you know, yeah. Cause you're, sh you have shrinkage. Thank you. 
Yes. Right. Yeah, it makes a man feel like a boy again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I do. All right. So the big news, the story I wanted to start with is my girl, Tulsi Gabbard, she quit the Democratic Party. And uh, I mean, to be honest with you, she hasn't had anything in common with the Democratic Party for years. Even when she ran for president, they basically cornholed her and screwed her. So uh, anyhow, she she put out a, a video yesterday and. I can't think of anybody that hit the nail on the head about the Democratic Party, like this little 45-minute speech right here. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. The other thing I like about her, she's got half of a duchess still going on right here in the hair. See this? She's got like half a duchess. So anyhow... The, the thing is that, all right, so first of all, the Democrats are like, good riddance, I don't, you know, and then the Republicans, not all, some, some of the Republicans are like, well, you know what, we can't do, you know, uh, until she changes her position on uh, a pro-life, because she's, Tulsi's pro-choice, you know, we, I don't want to deal with her. And I'm like, you know something, guys, if that's your issue right now, that because she's pro choice you don't want to let her in the party then you know what you're as bad as the fucking democrats and you can go fuck yourselves because to be honest with you not everybody's going to be perfect when they they can't all tow the exact company line and you shouldn't want them to you should want them to be the people that they are but she was on joe rogan's podcast i don't know if it was yesterday or the day before and it's two hours and it's a must listen to. If you don't go to, you know, go get your wife's phone, Bob, and get Spotify and go over there and check, <laughs> check out. <laughs> check out the I might still have it. <laughs> I don't know. I got to look. I might have it on like my iPad or something. I just don't have it on my phone. I got you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's knowing that Gabbard was a student of the World Economic Forum. It's just hard. It's just hard for me, man. I I want. She says everything against. What I understand the word. that. Okay, so then. But it could be a Trojan horse. And you know what I'm saying? It sucks being in this world where you don't know what to believe. I, you know something? That's one thing I wish Joe would have asked her. I didn't hear him ask that question. I really want to know what that question is. Why is your name on the World Economic Forum as one of their up and rising stars? And this is basically what killed. This is what killed her Democratic run for president right here. But, you know, if we would have just listened and paid attention, we would have seen what a piece of shit Kamala Harris is. And this is when she took on Kamala Harris in the presidential debate. Oh, she destroyed her. Oh, yeah, here it is. This is this is so luscious. I want to bring in Congresswoman Gabbard. Congresswoman Gabbard, you took issue with Senator Harris confronting Vice President Biden at the last debate. You called it a quote 
false accusation that Joe Biden is a racist. What's your response? I want to bring the conversation back to the broken criminal justice system that is disproportionately negatively impacting black and brown people all across this country today. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president, but I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would... I love the little handshake. She's like, Ooh. you little bitch. She's like, just... She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash you, bail system in place that impacts poor people in the world. And have you out here telling okay. the truth. The bottom line is, Senator Harris. All right, so what I did was I cut out Kamala's response to this because it's more of I did the job that I was to do, the job that of the people, the people of the job and the job that I did for the people. And she did that for like a minute and a half about the people and the job. You know what? She should do background people for the job and the job for the people and the people for the job of the job for the people. You know, that's what she should be running in here. So anyhow, I cut it back. So then it went back to Tulsi. And uh, here kind of way. The bottom line is, Senator Harris, when you were in a position to make a difference and an impact in these people's lives, you did not, and worse yet, in the case of those who were on death row, innocent people, you actually blocked evidence from being revealed that would have freed them until you were forced to do so. There is no excuse for that. And the people who suffered under your reign as prosecutor, oh, you owe them an apology. I don't know what am I going to say to this? So anyhow. Well, here, I'll present hypocrisy. Uh, two tweets, one Newsweek, uh, two days apart last week. Nearly uh, 2,000 people were convicted for marijuana possession, cultivation, or sale while Harris was San Francisco district attorney. Next tweet, two days later, Vice President Harris, quote, nobody should have to go to jail for smoking weed. Yeah, again, it's the hypocrisy that just drives me crazy. I am for the latest, whatever the latest thing is. Well, so they continue to send Joe Biden, our eldered uh, chief, what's his commander in chief, they continue to send him out on a lying spree everywhere he goes. He has us like, in other words, he doesn't realize that we now have video and we have the internet where we can go back and search it everywhere he goes. You know, he was in Puerto Rico. He, he was raised in a, I was raised by a poor Puerto Rican family. Now he's out in Colorado. I used to come out here with my family skiing and we used to ski out here and tell you what I love Colorado, baby. I the guy can't, can't tell the truth. Can't tell the truth. And this is the guy we got running for president. I mean, this is who we have for president. There should be some way that we can recall the president, like in California, that they would recall the governor. We should have a recall. It's like, you know what? Yeah, we thought about this and it's been two years now. And I don't think we can make another two years of this shit. It's like, it's like he's the, the, he's the captain of the Titanic and he just keeps running right at icebergs. He won't stop. Yeah. 
I mean, dude, we've been hollering this shit for almost two fucking years. It's 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 it's. it's I know I don't mean to be or, or to seem disconnected. It's just like yeah, yeah, I know the guy fucking sucks, and we're stuck with him in, until it's twenty fifth or eighty sixth or whatever. It's amazing. It is. I, I can't stop talking about it because the thing that drives me crazy is this is the guy we have at the helm when right now all this shit with Russia, Ukraine, nuclear weapons, and everything is happening. And uh, Dave Smith, I don't know if you know Dave Smith. He's a comedian. He's also he's part of the podcast. Yeah, because the name Dave and Smith are so it's, rare put I together. I think it's the most common name in – in the uh, English well, language, probably John Smith, but yeah, Mike. Okay, so Dave's probably right there a second, right? So anyhow, he's a comedian. He also is a podcaster. He has a couple. He's a, a libertarian. He was on a Joe Rogan podcast, and uh, basically, he was saying that uh, nothing else matters until we get this Russian shit straightened out. Dude, this thing with Russia is just like the craziest thing in the world. Like the idea that we're actually flirting with a nuclear conflict with russia is the most important priority in the history of humanity is that america and russia do not go to war there's nothing more important than that mm -hmm. that's flu shots we'll destroy the the human species if we do this and there's no effort to negotiate going on did you tell me to stop no i said it's flu shots he's nuts oh. he don't know what he's talking about what are you talking i missed it because the most important thing right now is flu shots oh, oh Ugh. There's nothing more important than that. That's so you're saying that right now, <laughs> flu shots are more important than the destruction of the world with nuclear in a nuclear holocaust. Is that what you're saying? Hey, you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for everybody else. I understand that. Okay. All right. Hey, you know what? The flu shot protects you from nuclear weapons. Does it really? No, but we're going <laughs> to roll with that. Okay, here we go. That's it. We'll destroy the, the human species if we do this. And there's no effort to negotiate going on. There's like no effort. In fact, from, from very uh, solid reporting that actually America, through Boris Johnson, in, in, told Ukraine not to negotiate with Russia at the very beginning of the war when they had a deal worked out. And the deal was basically that Vladimir Putin would pull back. He would pull back his troops and leave Ukraine under the condition that the very simple conditions that Ukraine uh, uh, guaranteed um, autonomy for the Donbass region and agreed to never join NATO. Man. And like that was a deal. Like, OK, I'm not saying everyone thinks that's the perfect deal, but it's better than what we got right now. It's better than nuclear and, war. And right now, just the other day, dude, the official narrative on this this whole war, it's just like it makes no sense. And again, like I said, remember, the same people who are pushing this are the ones who are telling you Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and stuff. But the official narrative, Joe, is basically that, um, OK, so uh, uh, Vladimir Putin is a, a madman, a crazy war criminal who's hell bent on um, reforming the Soviet Union. And this is a real threat that he could do this. But also he's he's getting humiliated in this war in Ukraine. So like he's, he's losing the poorest country in Europe and he's just getting humiliated and beat back. But he's still a real threat to take over all of Europe. And he's a complete madman, by the way, Joe. But when he says he's going to use nuclear weapons, don't listen to that. He'd never actually do that, even though he's a complete madman. And as everyone says, this this war, the word they use over and over and over again, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, all of them unprovoked. Is it? 
Was it? Is it unprovoked? The Ukraine, like, it's... For some reason, I like to punish myself and watch the first, like, five, ten minutes of the the morning national news and the evening national news. And it's always... It's, it's, it's the same thing. There's explosions and rockets fucking blowing up. And it's like, every time they show an explosion on the news claiming it's in Ukraine, it costs us, like, $10 billion. Yeah. I looked up the word Ukraine in Spanish and it says Levantaria. Okay. Longer mat. Oh. So let me ask you this. Just and again, I have no evidence of this whatsoever. This is 100% overpinionated under tin, yeah, tin foil hat opinions of my own. But just follow me here. Joe Biden was in charge of Ukraine when for 8 years that the Obama that the Obama Obama administration was in power. He was in charge of Ukraine. He took his son and he had him getting $50,000 a month from Burisma. Yes. All right. And there was a uh, lawyer who was going to look into what was going on in Burisma. And then at that point, and this is all fact, this is all fact. Joe Biden, by his own admission on video, said, listen, if you don't fire this prosecutor that's going after Burisma, well, we're not giving you the $1 billion in aid that you're going to get. And they said, you can't do that. He says, watch me. Well, Joe brags that I brag about it. Yeah. yeah. He bragged that they, they fired him. Okay. So now we have that going on. And the other thing is that now you've got president of Ukraine. What if he knows where all the bodies are buried? What if he is blackmailing Joe Biden. I, mean, I I really haven't you know looked this up, and I'm sure maybe a couple of the viewers here in the chat may know this, but I mean, did we have a heavy hand in installing Volodymyr Zelensky? You know what? I can't remember who we were supposed to put in there, but I think so because in 2014 they had a coup, and right. there was they have video or not video, they have audio of phone calls where the State Department is talking to somebody and it might be the ambassador of the U S ambassador to Ukraine. And they're like, who do we want to put in? Do we want to put in this one? Or are we going to put in that one and all? And they're talking about who they're going to put in as a puppet leadership in Ukraine. What if this guy knows where all the bodies are buried, where all the money went, where all the money laundering went, where all this shit was. And he says, you know what, if we go down, you go down. And then, so Biden's just sitting there, you know, eating his pudding and, uh, you know, shit in his pants. And he's like, well, I guess we got to keep doing this. So I'm going to keep giving them aid. And where is Congress in this? Where is Congress? How is Biden just say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give uh, the I'm going to give Ukraine another billion dollars. And, and I'm signing an executive order. I'm like, what the fuck? How did this all how did he become the king of the United States? I, I don't know enough to know enough over opinionated, underinformed. But I just don't know how the president of the United States can just sit there and take a pen and say, oh, yeah, we're just we're going to give you a billion of the money that you all worked for. We're just going to give it to this country. Yeah, we're just going to do that. Uh, I don't know. You I, would. You, I mean, isn't this man like 80? No, Biden? Yes. Oh, he's. Yeah. 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 Does he think he's going to continue to just like, does he think he's going to live long enough to spend all this? fucking money i don't i guess he just doesn't want to go to jail but uh well, why then he's like pardon himself 
I don't think you can. I don't think you can pardon yourself. I think that's the one thing about the pardon that you can't do. I don't think you can pardon yourself. I think you have to get well, somebody else. He should in. quit and let Kamala do it. Maybe that's what he should do. But then we got her and first, first Hunter and James and yeah, you know all those assholes. So Wycon Rob says Tulsi on Joe Rogan experience talking about the Ukraine situation was super scary, and it was. It was absolutely super scary. One thing I do like about her too, she has been in battle. She she has served both, you know, in the military and in Washington D.C. And she's she's been deployed, so she knows firsthand. Maybe you know, I don't care if they put her at a, you know, at an air conditioned desk there counting fucking pencils. I don't care what they made her do over there, but she got to see firsthand what it's like being over there. And I'm sure she was interacting with those guys who were out there on the front lines. So she knows what it's like. She has a taste of it and knows what a bad thing. All of this war crap is. I got to tell you, I think the thing that terrified them most about Trump was he was not a warmonger. No. He stopped wars. Well, okay. Anyway, yeah, there's a there's a PSA that they just put out in New York. It's like, if there's a nuclear blast, move to the center of your house. Stay away from the windows. Is it like a fucking tornado? Yeah, and don't go outside. Yeah, like it's a tornado or a hurricane. Yeah. Also, don't breathe. Okay, and it was and and it's like and the so the lady's like, you know what, New York, you got this. What? What? If there was a nuclear blast over New York City, it would take out. Almost where I am. In other words, I would die with if it just hit over New York, I would die of radioactive poisoning. Well, see, this is in like a week. And and this is why I don't buy into all the everybody being all, oh, they're gonna drop nukes. So oh, we gotta watch it. He's a madman. Or uh, you know, you know, Nick says wars allow for the laundering okay. very large sums of money and and that's just it the more fear that they can put into you t- to get you to get behind this war it's like oh well the the wmds of you know of uh iraq back in 2000 whatever <clears throat> sorry and uh it, it, which turned out to be a lie by the time they actually did the inspections and didn't find anything we're we're already balls deep the thing is that they're too stupid in other words if they're playing games here and they're playing with games. If they're playing, you know, push me, push you back, you know, pretty soon Russia is going to be, uh, they're going to have, they're going to have enough. Or the thing is, what if, uh, what if they get rid of Vladimir Putin? What if they get him and the next guy we have is, is worse or he's even more of a warmer or isn't going to put up with this bullshit or sees what they did to Vladimir Putin is Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, and Putin that's got to be the name of the episode, Vladimir Putin Pop. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then something happens, and then all of a sudden, one person shoots one. Next thing you know, it's back and forth, and they can't stop it. This is why this, there's nothing, like Dave Smith said, there's nothing more important than stopping this war and bringing the tension down. There's nothing more important, important than this. Right? No, I don't want to hear climate change. I don't want to hear it. Nothing's going. You know what's worse for climate change? Nuclear winter. That's what's worse for climate change. I mean, there's nothing more important than de-escalating what's going on in Ukraine right now, and they won't do it. And it's not hard. It's very easy, very easy to do. 
I mean, let's say Russia takes freaking Ukraine. Uh, guess what? What? I still got to get up tomorrow and be me. I, I understand that. But the thing is, at least you get a chance to get up tomorrow and be you. So if Russia doesn't get to take over Ukraine, then he's going to blow everybody up. I don't know. Right. I don't know. If one, if they decide, because in other words, they're getting, there's, I, I can't tell who's lying. I can't tell because I don't trust our media. I really don't trust anything coming out of Ukraine. To be honest with you, the, to me, the best way to find out any news is to go to Twitter and see, you know, videos and boots on the ground, what's going on over there. That's the only way you can really kind of trust it. And I, and how trustworthy is that? I don't know. It's crazy. What, you mean the videos that are on like the NBC nightly news where they show one of those like merry-go-rounds at a kid's playground. That's got a, like a crater in the ground right next to it with a kid's shoe turned yeah. over and dirty. Like that doesn't just tug at your little heartstrings and make you go. Yeah. More money for Ukraine. The blue goes on the top and the yellow goes on the bottom on the flag because that represents the sky and the green. That's right. I don't Fuck know. All then, of it, dude. Fuck all of it. Sorry. Okay, you say that, but there's nothing, there is nothing more than important in stopping this. And as, as a country, as people, I mean, here we are, we're 30 days away from the midterm elections right now. What do we do? We do need a third party here. And there's nothing that Democrats and Republicans agree on more than they don't want a third party. They don't want a third party. We need a common sense party. If I can just take a side note, if I can just take a, a little jug handle U-turn out of here, mm -hmm. I think that we're on the outs with the Eric Zane show. <laughs> it gets official. Eric who? Yeah, exactly. So Eric Zane cut a uh, gash in his foot. I now call him Pussyfoot. I don't know what he did because I can't, can't listen to somebody tell a story about how they cut themselves with a chainsaw. I just, I can't handle it. It's just like, I can't. So I, ha I don't know what actually happened, but he was, this is what I know. He was on a ladder with a chainsaw cutting down a tree in Crocs. You know, there's rubber shoes that they wear. And apparently. So it's a case of reap and sow. Yeah. So he, he cut a big giant gash in his foot and he had to go to the hospital fucking darwin award so i went to i went to the patreon because i still i'm still i still pay for it all right I, I have nothing against eric i told you that um kate and lisa were down here we went to dinner and they brought the bobblehead and there's a picture of me choking it so they put it on the castaways page where eric has a mole and i'm sitting there i'm choking the i'm choking the doll and in the chat, I wrote, hey, uh, Moles, if you tell Eric about this, tell him that I was only joking and please don't send the authorities because someone mailed him a bobblehead in a T-shirt and he called the cops. I digress. So anyhow, when I went into the Patreon to, to watch it, he has the live chat and I'm putting stuff in the chat and he's reading everybody's response except mine. He, he's ignoring everything I did. So you know me. I just kept making it worse. Like I almost dared, like I just kept making it worse and worse saying more outrageous shit. So you'd have to say, ignore me the whole episode. So I think we're on the outs with the Eric Zane show. So that's about it. We're done. Damn it. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. 100% honest with you. 
I think we got the best of the Eric Zane show. Like all the former Zaniacs. I told you when you messaged me all that crap. I was like, he served his fucking purpose. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to. I didn't want to out you, Bob says. I'm a, I'm a fucking mole motherfucker like that, dude. I will. I will. Bob says he served his pur- purpose. I'm already on the victim. victim. I am. That's <laughs> uh, what I do. So I guess we're on the outs. I guess we're done with the Eric Zane show. It's a sin. I didn't want it to be this way, but whatever. All right. So um, this gentleman here is the Florida Surgeon General, and he was on Carlson, uh, Carlton, the Carlton Tucker, Carlson Tucker show. God damn, I can't get my mouth to work right. So he's on there, and they're talking about the vaccine. So I ask people sometimes who are still, you know, hemming and hawing about this, if this if this vaccine, if it had been known two years ago or so that this vaccine would increase cardiac deaths in young men by 84 percent, would they have approved it? The obvious answer is no, you would never give something to someone who was young and healthy and increase their risk of dying from from sudden cardiac death by 84%. But people are often, their response is, well, you know, I don't know, COVID's pretty bad. Yes, COVID can be terrible, but we don't give people medications that kill them. Right? So uh, all of a sudden, the powers to be are like, what? What the hell? We can't have this shit go out here right now. What are we going to do? All right, I'll tell you what. Call up Politico and get them to get an article out. Here we are. Medical experts reject Florida Surgeon General's COVID-19 vaccine guidance. Tallahassee, Florida. Florida Surgeon General faced major blowback from the medical community after warning men against taking the Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines and highlighted an analysis claiming that the shots increased the risk of cardiac-related deaths. Okay, so who who's doing this? So they got Daniel uh, Solomon, director of the Institute for Vaccine Safety at John Hopkins University. It looks to me like uh, this is a political. This looks to me like this is politics driving science, and the result is you get terrible science. All right, so where is? I think it's the other way around. In other words, politics driving science is when you tell people that they have to take this vaccine. You have to. You're mandated. You got to get the shot. Get the shot. Get the jab. Get the shot. And now all the shit's starting. These people are starting to drop dead. Uh, people are starting to have heart issues, perfectly healthy people that probably would have got COVID and got over it and would have been fine. And then now, now they've got to try to do some spin here. Well, I got a clip. Voor u, mevrouw Smol, heb ik de volgende vraag waar ik een duidelijk antwoord op wil. And I will speak in English so there are no misunderstandings. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it's entered the market? Now, her name is Jay Small, but I'm thinking more like Jay Extra Large, right? All right. 
No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. This is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now, this turned out to be a cheap lie. It wasn't cheap. Please share this video. I did. She admits that they never tested it for preventing transmission. So, I agree. And so Trump has a hand. I can't believe that Democrats haven't just turned tail and run from this vaccine and blamed this all on Trump. I, I don't know why they're not. I think the reason they're not is because of the mandate. Once they mandated the vaccine and they made everybody get it, now they can't. Trump can say, yeah, I, I, I had put the vaccine out there and I was told it was to do this and do that. And, you know, people had the choice to go get to go get it. And then you guys mandated, told everybody, if you need your job, if you want your job, if you want to go out, you want to be part of society, you go out and get this shot. And now you're all fucked. So before it was a choice and we told everybody it was a choice and he got it and Biden got it and everybody got it. Everybody got a, their saline shot. And then we'll see what happens. They all got COVID. Uh, which one got it twice? Didn't Biden get it twice? Or was his wife got it twice? I forget. One of them got it twice. You better watch your mouth, man. PayPal will find you 2500 Boy, I'll tell you what. That was a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't think they were going to release that information until next year. Well, somebody found out and they dropped the bot. They dropped the dime on them. Well, they, yeah. I had gotten up about a day before all that came out in, in the, you know, information world. I'd gotten the email from them about, Hey, we've updated our policy and blah, blah, blah. Click here to check it out. I never do. I'm like, screw it. What do I care? I rarely use it anyway, but I, I just think it's, it's like, what gives you the right to levy fines on people for that kind of stuff are you a government no they're just i mean you're you're a banking app all right look nick nick's already i closed my accounts fuck those guys they own venmo as well right i didn't know that they own venmo oh yeah they own venmo as well all right so here's the deal i have a paypal account i have a venmo account so now what i'm doing is i'm going over to economy what is it called the the dan bongino site i know what you're talking about we had uh, mentioned talked about it last week parallel Parallel economy. Paralleleconomy.com. And I'm going to go over to see what they have because they're not going to go over there. Stripe's just as bad. Stripe is just as well, they're bad. They're the big one. Like they're they'll fuck you in a heartbeat. They'll turn off you. They'll just turn off and say, guess what? You can't can't get any money out. Now, and this is kind of part of this, and I don't have the story pulled up. I didn't get a chance to do it because it just happened. So Kanye West just released a letter that he got from his bank, um, Chase Morgan. And they said that he has a month to get his money out of the, out of their bank. They're closing. They're going to close his accounts. They don't want to do business with him. Like billion. Yeah, he's got like a billion dollars. They're like, get your shit out of our bank. Go bank with somebody else. We don't want you because he. I'm not going to lie. He said some pretty anti-Semitic things about Jews. Well, of course you're going to say about Jews. You know, he has some really anti-Semitic things to say about the blacks. That doesn't work. So he has some really anti-Semitic things to say. And they're now they're closing his account. So basically, they're going to try to cancel him. We'll see what happens now. Time to buy some mattresses. The thing is with Kanye is he's bipolar. And I don't know if you've been around any bipolar people, 
or if you grew up with any of them, if they get off their medication or the medication gets screwed up or something like that, can, which can happen if you drink when you're taking it or whatever, you know, you're not really rational. And he might've said something that he probably wouldn't have said normally or whatever. But in this day and age, there's, there's no coming back from it if you apologize. So now they're basically, they're going to close his bank accounts. He's going to make him do all this other shit that he's got to go do. And this is all the same thing. So in other words, and I've said this before, I just need you to put my money in your bank, okay? And and you don't have anything to say about what I do. I don't care if I get up on a, uh, I don't get, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to preface this as saying that I'm not saying this. I don't care if I get up on a stump and say that, you know, every person of this race needs to be killed. The bank shouldn't do anything with your money. You're, that the bank should do anything with your money. There's some places now there's a podcasting file sharing uh, service called Podbean. Mm -hmm. And if somebody complains about the content of your podcast, they'll go and listen to it and they'll just shut off your RSS feed. Yeah. What was the, there was a podcast that was. Bad cop, bad cop. That's it. Bad cop, bad cop, bad cop. Politically incorrect podcast. Funny as hell. Uh, new uh, Jerry and Dave. Dave very well. And uh, they sent him a letter saying, uh, you have to move. And he's like, you have to take it down. They said, you have to take this episode down. And he's like, go fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not taking it down. I pay you to host my files, host my files and shut up. They took his whole RSS. He lost everything. He lost a, every, every, he lost everything. He lost his subscribers and everything. So he had to go to another company and do the same thing. He had to go to another company and re-upload everything. So these people decide that, oh, we're not going to let you host our files. Just shut up. If someone says to you, hey, this show says this, say, well, I don't. I, also, I do is host their files. Oh, well, I guess if you host their files, you agree with whatever they say. Oh, I guess you too. There's got to be a point where this is a loss for them. They've got to learn. Yeah, that's not a palate cleanser, cowboy. <laughs> that's some That's some block user. Yeah. Talk. All right. Here we go. I have a power cleanser for you. Here's a power cleanser. The very rich. Okay, so what it says here, it says, who's voting for Trump? And then she answers the question. The very rich and the very racist. Holy shit, even the Democrats are voting for Trump. It's going to be a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's more racist than the Democratic Party. I don't care what anybody says. It's ridiculous. And then this is the other palate cleanser. This one I kind of like. It's the female logic explainer. Hey, I'm gonna go get my eyebrows done. Oh, okay. I thought you would draw your own eyebrows up. You have the you have the colored pencil thing. Well, I do, but I have to get them waxed first. You rip them off and then you draw them back on. Yeah, Roxy does a pretty good job. Okay, no, hold on. Wait, how much is this gonna cost? How does no, this no, cost? No. Hey, 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 how you doing? Okay, female logic expert. I can walk you through this. Oh, okay. My name's Trey, and I help men understand the workings of the female mind. Women have a peculiar way of understanding the world around us. It's a lot like algebra. It's confusing at first, but then it can all make sense. Uh, but it does suck to learn. So yes, she does remove the hairs and then put them back on. Yeah, and never ask how much it costs. She won't be honest with you. It seems like a, a loop of taking and putting back well, on. You, you know how you keep hurting yourself playing basketball and you keep joining leagues? Yeah, something yeah. I tweet something. Yeah, it makes you feel better. And no one else cares. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, cool. Yeah, okay, anytime. come on, Roxy. 
There you go. What was that? I didn't. I was trying to catch the name of that channel. It might be a good one to, you know, <laughs> the female. I, I, like, I don't like the comedy, the you know, dynamic like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to move on to a larger story here. You didn't hear in the last four or five hours. Uh, Alex Jones, uh, the verdict came in that uh, he missed. Pay the Sandy Hook families nearly one billion dollars for hoax claims. Uh, it's nine hundred and sixty-five million going out to the families of the victims of the 2012 Sandy Hook mass shooting. I guess that's on top of the other one that uh, happened uh, three weeks ago for $49 million. More than a dozen relatives of 20 children and six staff members who were gunned down. So those, that's who's getting the money. And the interesting thing now is... They're Alex, never going to see a penny of this. Alex Jones's net worth is now negative $900 million. <laughs> that's on celebrity net worth first of all the his country his country his company is in bankruptcy all right so he's basically claiming bankruptcy and the thing is that once this so alex was on the air when they read this so he's watching this live and he's re, he's uh, responding to it here it is and from remington ain't gonna be happening ain't no money Case, we award damages to each plaintiff and against Alex Jones and Freeze. I killed the kids, folks. I think. Number one, compensatory damages. Instructions. Fill in both numbers for each plaintiff. Then go now remember, I'm in bankruptcy. We got two years of appeals. The money you donate does not go to these people. It goes to fight this fraud and it goes to stabilize the company. They want to shut down. That's why the, 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 the ambulance chasers did this. Why they use these families. So save infowars.com. We're fighting Goliath. We'll win because of you. Save infowars.com. Info Just nineteen dollars a month. Double Patriot points, ten percent off of seventeen seventy-six right now at InfoWars store. But you see, you want somebody to fight for you? I'm doing it and you see what they do. So you want we want to fight? That's fine. It's your decision. But that's where we are. That's the whacked out system of the left. Why are they crying? Did we hit a billion yet? Do we hit a billion yet? So he used this to, to fundraise. Alex Jones uses the fundraise. Well, I know that uh, right after that, there were 12 families calling 877-CASH-NOW. Here's the thing. They're never good. I doubt they'll see any money of this. And the thing is, he apologized for this. Okay? he At first, he thought he had information. He was wrong, and he apologized for this. And they will not let him go because because he's more right about other things that he's talked about. Jeffrey Epstein, the uh, cabal that's going on here that Tulsi Gabbard was talking about, the, the globalist cabal. He's over the target on a lot the of other things. The communists. That's it, right? So he's over the target on a lot. So they're, they're going to use this to shut him down. And it's disgusting that they're, they're doing this off, you know, with the great, you know, from the graves of dead students. This is, this is all because he said something. Right. This is the, that's all he did. He did. You make it. You know what? It, they make it sound like he shot the kids and the teachers and killed the teachers. And I said this before and I'll say it again. You parents that are trying to make money off the backs of your dead children because this guy said something. Guess what? I'm glad your kids are dead. I'm glad they shot your kids because you deserve it. Don't say that. Now we're gonna get because you no, fuck them. I don't believe I'm not saying that they didn't do it. I'm just saying that since th- these disgusting people trying to make money off their dead children, this is disgusting and I don't care. 
This makes the old PayPal fine thing look like a booger, doesn't it? Oh, fuck it. I mean, <laughs> cut me a break. The guy said something. He apologized for it, and they won't let him up. And they and you let them use the your dead children to line your pockets. You're you're as disgusting as the guy that came in and shot your children. That's how I feel. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Nine hundred sixty-five million. The chat's going, geez, John, holy shit. No. Now that's exactly what it is. The guy apologized. It's you just say, all right, all right, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for apologizing. You don't go ruin the guy's business. Make them have to pay $900 million. And the, the fact that the, the judicial system is allowing this to happen, that's another disgusting uh, piece of crap that's going on here. $965 million would help Ukraine for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Can we give John a timeout right now? I'm not glad the children are dead, but the parents are disgusting, and they deserve this. I don't know how to say that without saying that. I'm not glad the kids are dead. Okay. What I'm about to say is about to make you look pretty good. <laughs> Unlike those kids, oh, Alex <laughs> Alex Jones will actually get to chapter 11. <laughs> now, there you... <laughs> I love myself a spitting bars. <laughs> oh. oh oh sorry <laughs> my elevator to hell is here i've got to go <laughs> oh hey you know what it it was a tragedy i'm not gonna lie but this doesn't help anybody this doesn't do any doesn't help the families this is just bullshit well it's and not the kid's fault that i mean this it's the entire attack on on him and trying to make it like it's going to actually solve anything. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what Dutch says. That was one hell of a joke. <laughs> I'm used to used to disappointing women. So not really that big of a deal. I can't wait to use that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is great. Oh, I, I came up with a, another one. He was playing some video about this chick. She was a little uh, big girl, but she she wasn't wearing a bra, and apparently it was causing problems. She was wearing like a tank top. I was like, well, couldn't women just go topless in public and then identify as men? Sure, why not? And, I mean, that would solve the whole thing, right? Let's get that trending on Twitter. Go. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Well, you know, not everybody uh, appreciates dark humor or appreciates humor. Some people, they get upset about it. Like this poor woman here, that's uh, she's out doing some stand up. And I would uh, actually like I I haven't had a chance to look up uh, any any of her actual comedy, but well, she's, she's uh she I think she handled this pretty well. She did, but then she she was on like the, the uh, Good Morning America. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she was on Good Morning America, and I listened to the first minute of it. And she couldn't have had lower energy and she couldn't have been less funny, you know, when they're talking. She just had nothing. I mean, it's a woman, John. I'll be honest with you. When I, li when I was listening to the interview, I wanted to throw a can of beer at her. Well, All did right. she talk about her vagina and her ex-boyfriend and her cat? N no, I don't know. No, she did not. All right. Okay. So here you go. This is what happened. What's your question? Did you vote for Donald Trump? 
Did I vote for Donald Trump? What do you think? No. Okay. Here's the question for you. Why would you ask me that in here knowing I'm the only Jew in this room? What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, what does it, I mean, you don't want, Jews don't vote for Trump? Or is that what it is? I guess it's hilarious to self-deprecate as a Jew. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Okay. Trying to get me killed? (laughs) If it makes you feel any better, I vote in New York. My vote doesn't matter there. It doesn't matter here either. It doesn't matter. Guys, guys, everybody vote for whoever you want to vote. I don't care who you voted for. I'm just happy we're all here together. So you voted for Biden. What does it matter? It's a comedy show. I don't know. Why does it matter? Yeah, so what? What does it matter? I can just talk about your jokes you provided. All right. All right, now, here is one of the best comebacks. I love this comeback here. So she said, I just know by your jokes that you voted for Biden. I can tell by the fact that you're still talking when nobody wants you to that you voted for Trump. That is a good one. All right, make some noise if you wanted to show up. <laughs> okay. But I did ask if anybody had any questions. I didn't think it was going to be. That's on me. That was on me for thinking I could have a human interaction with somebody. Oh, uh, look, I'm such an insecure person. Here, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the rest of that bit, and then, and then we'll move on. I'm so insecure. I went and got an ID. Oh, my God. <laughs> Incoming. So, did anybody order a beer from the bar? <laughs> so, anyhow... So, so somebody went over and you know how I like to run things back. That had to be a chick. Like, I, sorry, that had to be a dude. Okay. So here it is right there. It hits. Somebody looked at the can and said, that's not a beer. That's a hard seltzer. I was like, are you kidding me? No, because she turns it up, don't she? So she like a natural like light a, or something. She does such a gangster thing. She picks it up off the floor and then starts drinking it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty boss, man. Yeah, she did. Oh. She did a great job with that. But so, some guys in there, well, I'm never coming to this place again. <laughs> that, know, that, that's as famous as that comedian's ever going to be right there. You go to a, and, oh, yeah, this is in the Jersey Shore, too. Yeah, it is. Uncle Vinny's is in the Jersey Shore. It's actually up by the Duchess's. It's in the Duchess's oh, area. Right now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't get it. You go to a comedy show to laugh at stuff. If you don't like the comedy, go to the bathroom or something. Come back. Fucking, they'll be gone. They'll be off stage. Listen, funny is funny. And if it's against your team, it's against your team. You know what I mean? Why is it ha-ha if they're making the jokes you agree with, but it's not if they're making jokes about things you don't agree with? Like Because you cross your arms and wrinkle your nose because you don't like being told about yourself. You're making jokes about the Lord and about uh, abortion and all this. Yeah, you're making all these jokes. I, I could tell you voted for Biden. You're, you're, I guess you're for illegal immigration and crime. I guess, yeah. When you go to a comedy club, you never know what you're going to get. And if you if it offends you, just sit there and you just shrug your shoulders and you wait until they someone else comes out, or you just you know guess what you got fucked, you got fucked out of your money because you went to go laugh and you didn't, you got pissed off. It's kind of the way that um this they do. This is what happens when you go to any kind of gas station in California right now. Look at the price there, Bob, nine dollars and nineteen cents a gallon for a gallon of regular gas in, in California. 
9.19 for a gallon of fucking gas. Good job, California. Good job, California. Oh, I mean, it's, they do have as much tax on the gas as they do, you know, the actual cost of the gas. But yeah, I mean, that's everywhere. It's going up everywhere. It's not that bad here. It's like 340 somewhere. Yeah. Three, 340, 350. But yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's not, you know, everybody's fucking Biden these gas prices. It's not, it's just him, dude. It's, well, it's the oil companies, man. No, no, you can't say that. Because the fact that the uh, Biden administration is basically putting the kibosh to fossil fuel industry in this country, they're doing everything they can to regulate them. So if you're going to invest money, you're going to invest money into fossil fuel or, you know, trying to find it, trying to refine it, building stuff, because they're not going to let you do it. Would you put your money in that? Nobody will. So nobody's investing in, in drilling and, and finding new oil and, and drilling for new oil here. So that, you know, this is all going to go away. And they think that the, that the answer to this is electric cars. Well, electric cars got to charge them with something. And the way they charge them is they use fossil fuels to, to generate the electricity, unless we go to nuclear, which they don't like to do that either. So that's where we are. They have no answers. They just like, I, t- I told you, it's just like when, you're, when your wife comes over and says, I want to put an outlet on this wall. Well, it's going to be hard because there's no electric here. So I'm going to have to run 250 foot of wire over here and then try an outside wall which is a bitch wall fish yeah yeah it's all i can't really and it's like just put a box up there and you just put the wire in and it's just the electricity comes from the sky god i mean you did it for your stuff when you needed something yeah exactly yeah mine was on an interior wall that was easy easy to get to right that's what the biden administration is doing with this it's like well we don't have an answer we you know windmills and solar it's not working we don't we can't produce enough electricity to power everything you know people are going to freeze and and the air conditioners are going to the heat they're going to get heat stroke and this is ridiculous this is you know we're a a first world country we do not we do not need to be without electricity like pakistan or not even pakistan india they're burning coal like a motherfucker over there they don't give a shit china don't care china's burning coal making electricity they're like fuck the environment we're fuck the environment yeah they don't care and we're over here doing what? Acting like jerk-offs. Just jerk-offs. It doesn't help that OPEC is also like, yeah, we're slowing shit down. Yeah. Why we, need, we want it to be 120 bucks a barrel. You know? Yeah, they love it. They're making money. Because why? Because we can't put it. Because Biden's a weak. He's weak sauce. He can't put any pressure on him. And then yeah, he, he gave him a fist bump, though, like a month ago. Come yeah, on. That's got to mean something, right? He's trying to get. He's trying to do a deal with Iran. Iran's a sworn enemy of Saudi Arabia. It's, this guy couldn't have fucked us any harder. I swear to God. And I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen if he got in into the. He was the president. And then here we are, and we can't do anything about it. I swear to God, I feel like I'm on nine, flight ninety three over Pittsburgh right now. It's ridiculous. Again, Nick's right. On Twitter, when the gas prices were dropping, oh, gas prices dropped 30 days in a row. All of a sudden, gas prices start going up. Hey, hey, what about those gas prices? Crickets. You don't hear shit from them. They, sh- they shut up. They don't say a well, word. Yeah, I mean, the only reason they dropped was because he uh, drained our strategic reserves going into midterm elections. Mm-hmm. Make his party look like they're doing a decent job. Those reserves that were filled up by the the prior admin at twenty bucks a barrel, 
And now we're going to have to replenish them at 120 bucks a barrel. Good job, asshole. Here's the deal. Policy matters, okay? And how do you get people to go on board and be on board for ridiculous policy is what you do is you recruit them and you basically mold them into advocates for your side. And it doesn't matter what you do. Uh, they'll just sit there and protect you and say, hey, it's okay. You know, it's, it's for the betterment of the, the world and the environment and God save the baby seals and all this other shit. And what they do is they start this in school and it's getting, they're doing, they used to do it in college and it used to be in law school. And they're still trying to push this critical race theory because this is how they get the, this is how they get their advocates. This is how they get their soldiers. So, and people are fighting back. People are starting, start still fighting back. So here we have this gentleman. My grandparents are black. All eight of my great, great grandparents, all 16 of my great greats on my mother's side. My ancestors were enslaved in Alabama. On my father's side, we were enslaved in Texas. I am not oppressed. I'm not oppressed and I'm not a victim. I'm neither oppressed nor a victim. I travel all across this country of ours and I check into hotels and I fly commercially and I walk into retail establishments and I order food in restaurants. I go wherever I want, whenever I want. I am treated with kindness. Drink from the water fountain. And respect literally from coast to coast. I have three children. They are not oppressed either. Although they are victims, I've taught my children they are victims of three things, their own ignorance, their own laziness, and their own poor decision-making. That is all. My children, we are not victims of America. We are not victims of some unseen 190-year-old force that kind of floats around in the ether. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is taking our nation in the wrong direction. Racism in America would by and large be dead today if it were not for certain people and institutions keeping it on life support. And sadly, sadly, very sadly, one of those institutions is the American education system. I can think of nothing more damaging to a society than to tell a baby born today that she has grievances against another baby born today simply because of what their ancestors may have done two centuries ago. There is simply no point in doing that to our children. And putting critical race theory into our classrooms in part does that. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is not combating racism, it's fanning the flames of what little embers are left. I encourage you to support this resolution. Let racism die the death it deserves. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, and I don't know why those voices, those, those voices are not on the nightly news because that's the message we need to get out there. But no, it's, it's divide and conquer, divide and conquer. It's, there is a large part of the American communities that are for just you know live and let live and everybody get along. That's the way it should be. Right. In other words, yeah. But they highlight the whatever it is, 5%, 10% of assholes. Well, all right. So I'll go with I'll go with the um, LGBTQ community. They were fighting for their rights. And I was like, yeah, you know what? They should have the rights to 
be able to have a relationship and not to be, uh, you know, not to be harmed for being the sexuality that they are. And I was for all that. And then when they wanted to get married, I'm like, yeah, let them get married. Okay. That was fine. All right. I accept them. I don't care one way or the other. I don't like it. Now we have to celebrate it. And if you don't celebrate it, okay, then you're the bad guy. So now what we have is it doesn't stop. So now what's going on is now there's, for some reason, where are all these drag queens coming from? Because I, you can't swing a dead cat without finding a drag show that they're, they're doing in front of children. Ten years ago, everybody would have been re- arrested for for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. But no, we're not doing it now. We're celebrating. Lascivious, yeah. Yeah, we're celebrating this. Oh, my God. Look at this. Look at this dude dressed in this woman's outfit and makeup showing his cock and balls to my child. My well, goodness, how proud. Again, you know, when we want to hold fast to our religious beliefs, we're pieces of shit for uh, wanting to do that. But when they want us to play along, play fucking make-believe with them to whatever comes into their head today, whatever they want to be today, we have to play along. And yeah. we're being forced to by everything, social media, big tech, all the, all the media, you know, et cetera, PayPal. Yeah, 1%, 1% of people that have a mental disorder, we're supposed to coddle them, okay? They're supposed to make all the rules. They're, if we don't sit there and celebrate transgenderism, they'll commit suicide. That's not my problem, okay? They need help. Let's get them some help where they don't commit suicide. Let's see if we can straighten this shit out. But if it's the fact that I have to sit there and celebrate their mental disorder or their commit suicide don't look good for them. I'm not Sounds playing like a you problem. You yeah. Know? I'm not playing these gay deer games anymore. Why is that my fucking problem? Because I don't, I don't care about any of your shit. Okay. I'm not telling you, you can't do it. I don't want you doing it around kids, but I'm not telling you that you can't do it. You can't live your, whatever the fuck best life you want to call it. I'm minding my own damn business. And don't tell me that I I'm not allowed to hold fast to my belief that yeah, two genders works for me. So Nick says, don't call me a homophobe just because I don't fear you and I don't care about you unless you're targeting our children. Yeah. Stop targeting the children. Leave the kids alone. And parents, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you take your kid to a drag show to show everybody how, how progressive you are and how, you know, how woke you are? Because it's because it's turned into a fucking backslapping party, man. It's it's oh look at you, you're such a wonderful supporter. Next thing, I mean, is everybody that empty? Are their lives that empty and fucking lost that they don't have anything to latch on to that makes them feel like life is you know matters and it's uh, worth enjoying whatever? They got to find that bullshit and be angry about everything. But it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. So right now they're trying to make pedophilia acceptable. Yeah. And they've already, they're already changing the name to minor, minor uh, attracted persons, maps, minor yeah. attracted people. And so all you people that are taking your kids to the drag show in about a year and a half, you'll be taking all your kids over to get banged by some uh, pedophile. So enjoy. You'll be ruining your kids. Uh, this place is going to hell in a handbasket. So, you know, the, where are the adults? That's what I would like to know. Where are the adults? There's some chick. Her name's Weingarten or something like that. She's the head of the teachers union. Randy Weingarten. She's in Ukraine. 
Why? Why is she? What uh, she she made a video yesterday talking about, well, they just had some uh, bombs drop over here. I'm going to have to go and assess it. For what? For what? Are you going to grade their paper? What the fuck are you doing there? Dude. Hey, Putin, do us a favor. Find yeah. out where she is and hit it. It'd be the best thing that ever happened to this country. I'm sorry, but why is the head of the teachers union over in Ukraine? Why? Just no business over there. No business over there whatsoever. Talking about lawlessness. Here's a Texas Hooters. All right. A group of shirtless hooligans terrorized the Texas Hooters, leaving the manager with a broken arm and a waitress with cuts on her face. When a vicious caught-on-camera brawl broke out over chocolate bars, the ferocious fracas erupted when two boys ages 10 and 13 were trying to sell their candy bars to customers at the Hooters. When the sugar slingers were asked to leave, they began turning over chairs and throwing things on their way out. Once the pair reached the waiting car, three adult males then jumped out of the vehicle, charged back into the chicken chain to take care of business. Cell phone footage of the violent attack shows workers identified by police and as manager of the Hooters being pummeled through the doors of the restaurant as onlookers repeatedly plead for the melee to stop. So here we are again. A Hooters worker cladded in a signature tight white T-shirt was also seen hurrying away as the fight starts to escalate. It's over a fucking chocolate bar witness can be heard saying in the clip. Near the end of the minute-long chaos clip, one of the attackers takes an outdoor ashtray and smashes it into the window of the store, causing the glass to shatter and fly towards the patrons. This shit needs to... This is what I'm talking about. You want to defund the police? This is the White supremacy has got to stop. (laughs) Where did you see that? Where did, did you see that in here somewhere? No, I'm just oh, saying oh, this oh, white oh. supremacy has got to stop. John. Yeah, I don't think this is white supremacy. Uh, I know they're blurring out the pictures. It doesn't look like it's white people. It looks more, it could be anything. In, in Texas, you never know what it is. So this is the shit that, that we need that needs to stop. Now, Governor Kathy Hochul, the, guy, the woman that took over for, what's his name? I can't think of his name now. Cuomo. Andrew. Uh, Andrew, Andrew Cuomo. All right, now they're starting to get pissed. She says Joe Biden won't take ownership of the New York migrant crisis. Now, all of a sudden, it's in their backyard. They're having a shit fit. Governor Hochul says repeated pleas to the president Biden about the worsening humanitarian crisis caused by the flood, flood of immigrants into New York City has fallen on deaf ears. But she continues to sidestep the issue of whether his open border immigration policies are also to blame. We are really looking for a federal response to this, to take ownership of the crisis, and we'll be there to help, but this belongs to the federal government. The arrival of 18,600 asylum seekers who can remain in the U.S. legally while they're- Asylum seekers. What what I say? That's, I'm just laughing at that. Sorry. Asylum seekers. Okay. You mean mean illegal immigrants? Illegal immigrants. Well, I guess they're, who knows? They're allowed to be here while they're uh, they're waiting to have their case looked at, and you know they're they're never going back. So right now, New York City in the past few weeks has led an overwhelming schools across the five boroughs where Mayor Eric Adams has declared an emergency over the issue and says every community should expect migrants after this city's homeless shelters hit record numbers. We want the federal government to see that this is a humanitarian crisis. crisis. Oh, there we go. The White House spokesman did not respond for a request for comment. Imagine that. Okay, so now the other thing I hear right now is from Eric Allen is he's shipping them 
to Staten Island. Staten Island is the most affluent white community. That's not the affluent. I mean, Manhattan is the most affluent, but it's the whitest community in New York. They're shipping them. Yeah, yeah, they're shipping them all over to Staten Island. So it's going swimmingly. Right now, they were all they didn't say anything until they're in their backyard. Now they're their problem. How do you think Texas has been handling this for the past two years? As soon as Biden was elected, they started pouring over the borders like cockroaches. And here we are. I'm glad to see that this and do you think this will affect the how could you vote for a Democrat right now? How could you do this? I mean, in two years, look at the shit that has happened. How do you vote for them? Real easy. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Orange man. Orange man. Orange man bad. All right. This is my last story of the night. Over on Twitter, there's this piece of shit called David Levitt. A woman, her name is Tina Ramirez, says, I teach my daughter rear American history. I refuse to let the radical left campaign to erase history. So this guy, blue check mark, says, can someone please call child care services on Tina Ramirez, who's teaching her children to be racist? What the fuck? So he continues. The Virginia State Hotline for Child Abuse has a 10-minute hold and is experiencing high call volumes with 14 callers ahead of me. This is absolutely unacceptable. How many people are trying to report child abuse and hang up? How many children will continue to be abused? See, continue. Now, this is all right. So now it continues. The hotline is uh, for child abuse is, uh, has a 20 plus minute hold time and is experiencing high call volumes. Well, maybe it's all your fucking followers trying to help you out and call too. He continues. It's now 27 minutes hold. Now it's 35 minutes of a hold. Now it's 43 minutes of a hold. And, and he keeps putting this. This is unacceptable. So then he says, the lady who's teaching her kids how to be racist thinks I'm bold. Does she know I am whole to report her, her to child and family services? So she, this is her tweet. Mighty bold and liberal of you to lecture a Hispanic mother with black daughters on racism. What's next? Are you going to lecture me on women's rights? His response, I got to give this guy, I, this is real mental illness. He says, having a black child doesn't make you any less racist. <laughs> Wow. Right? <laughs> so then, I, th I thought you'd never go full retard, but apparently he does. Yeah. Virginia State Hotline for Child Abuse now has a 50-plus minute hold time and experiencing high, experiencing high call volumes. 60-plus minute hold time. So now so then, the, so now he's going to get ratioed. So Bridget Fetessy, who has the um, she's a has a show called dumpster fire on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter on YouTube and also on rumble. Oh, look, it's the same guy who went after a target employee. Now tying up the lines of child protective services with a bullshit claim. How is this not considered target and harassment? Twitter support. Incredible that you think you're the good guy. All right. So again, how much more of targeted harassment do you need of this guy? How much more racist can this guy be, right? Having a black child doesn't make you any less racist. Twitter, did they touch him? Nope. He's allowed to continue on. Tweet's still up there. This all happened on October 10th. October 12th, still there. Nobody's doing anything about it. And again, what a piece of shit this guy is. It's ridiculous. All right, Bob, you got anything? No.
I thought I'd try to do my little rap creative writing. I don't call it a rap because I'm not a, a rapper. I just sat down, opened my notes up, and just started typing shit. Whatever you want to call it, I don't care. I've only read this aloud once, so deal with it. I don't know if this beat will work or not, but I'm going to try it. Opening my notes app because it's time that I wrote crap. Never paid mother's support, but I support mothers. I spread my words over suckers like bread with smuckers. That's my jam. I've educated dummies with both of these hands. If the blind yeah. leave the blind, keep an eye on me. I'll pour light into your eyes eventually. I may not know it all, but I know I can school you. Don't let the backwards hat and the cigarette smoke fool you. Yeah. Not done yet. I've done my time as my time's done me respecting, reflecting on the resurrection, waiting for the meteor, the comet or the asteroid carry me home to my God. I'll enjoy the presence of his presence. I know I'll be humble. Give me wings and my orders. God, I'm ready to rumble. Revelation seven seals all broken and burned. Nomenclature. Mother nature said it's time to get learned. Y'all can't be out here just running a mock middle finger to the sky and doing what you want. Ignorance is no excuse on Judgment Day. Close your eyes, open your heart, hold your hands together, and pray. Yeah. And if you'd remove your head from that digital ass, we might enjoy some greener grass. Yes, you are important. It's your values that are distorted. Someone disagrees with you and your first reaction is report them? You're throwing punches in ones and zeros in a space that don't exist. Press and send don't make you a hero. It's more like cutting your own wrist. Log off. Sign out. Delete the app. Step away. Hug someone and never look back. Now, I've been flowing so long that I forgot what I was saying. My point here is to find your God and please start praying. My end of days is closer, but you'll be there before you know it. Brush and floss, hug your moms, make your bed when you awaken. Find some time to cleanse your soul, my friend, or end up forsaken. Yeah. I did. So I'll tell you what, Bob. You should wrap everything that you read because you didn't stutter or one hey. time. I think it's amazing. I, I was. I'm impressed. You and your fat, lazy tongue. Black people. Black people. Black people. Hey, you know what, guys? Hey, you know what, guys? Hey, you know what, guys?